Hi, I'm Megan Hillica, a grieving mother turned grief coach. I now support, guide, and offer tools to navigate the unthinkable of child loss to other moms who also know this pain. I help you go from empty, lost, and broken to learning to carry your grief and live alongside it. If there's one thing I want you to see, it's hope. Hope that there's life after loss. Hope that there's so much more for you and encouragement that you're normal. All of this is possible along with never forgetting or moving on from your baby or child. I'm holding on to hope for you until you are ready to hold it yourself. Welcome to Grieving Moms Podcast. Hello there. I am recording from my closet and I this is like the quietest place I can get or I can go out in my car and there still might be some kid noises in the background. I'm doing the best I can, seriously. <laughs> um, today we're going to talk about perception, but I want to talk a little bit first about um, the holidays coming up and I know the holidays can be really hard, so I'm curious how you're doing. Um, how are you feeling with the holidays coming up? Um, it can it can feel like, you know, you're never going to be happy again in the holiday season. Um, like there's never going to be any joy here again. And I just, I want to help you with that. I want to support you through that experience and through those emotions and maybe give you some hope and some tools to support you through this season. Um, so I'm hosting a free three-day live um, workshop and retreat online. So we're going to do a mix of, I'll do some teaching and then we'll also do meditations and tapping. Um, so you get a little bit of like, you know, talking about what's going on and then also feeling and practicing different, all of the mindfulness meditations and practices I talk about. We're going to do some of each of that um, each of the day. So Seriously, you will not want to miss this and put it in your calendar November 21st through the 23rd. Um, every call will be at 11 a.m. Central Standard Time. Put it in your calendar so you don't miss it because you do not want to miss it. Um, you'll also get emails reminding you. But if you want to go to reliefandgriefsupportgroup.com, that's where you can sign up and save your spot. This seriously is going to be so amazing and if you have enjoyed listening to this podcast like you want to come to this I, I'm not kidding you like come experience you know this on such a deeper level so again reliefandgriefsupportgroup.com I cannot wait to see you there okay so when we dive into perception the one thing that keeps coming up for me is <laughs> Like, we're all delusional. Do you know that? Like, we all have the way in which we see the world, and it could or couldn't be true. So we make up things in our minds and decide if something is true or not, and then that's true. Like, I don't know, maybe you're like, well, maybe everyone else is delusional, but I most certainly am not, right? Like, here's the thing. I know that you don't want to be delusional. You want to be grounded and correct and make the right decisions and make the right choices and how you want to move forward with your life and with grief. But hear me out and why this matters. First, it matters because once you realize that everyone is kind of delusional and you are delusional, 
then you can make choices in your life and choose them instead of thinking you don't have any options. And you also can have some more um, compassion for other people and for what they decide or what they're doing or whatever. Take for instance this story that I have of me and Justin. We were having a conversation and he mentioned to me that um, this person that was like by us didn't want to talk to him because as soon as he left, that person started talking to me. And it's like, well, that could be true, right? Like, it could be possible that this person didn't want to talk to him. So Justin's having this idea in his mind that this person doesn't want to talk to him. But what else could be true? Could it be true that the person didn't think of anything to say until that moment he said something? Um, Could it be that they were distracted and they were busy with their kids and they weren't trying to think of something to say until that moment? There are many reasons um, it could have been besides the one that Justin had mentioned and the one that he made mean about him. You know, like he made it mean that that person doesn't like him, doesn't want to talk to him. When it's like that person could have not been thinking anything of the sort, but we make up these stories in our mind. And who's to say which one is true? Who's to say, because we don't really know unless we ask the person, and in the end, does it really matter? So another way to say this, um, instead of saying we're all delusional, it's just kind of the thought that keeps coming to my mind. I'm like, we, none of us know what's true or not. We make these opinions and decisions in our minds, and you know, there's things that I want to choose to believe, and I, I choose to have these, I want to keep these different thoughts and beliefs, but there's, um, there's just different ways of being like, we, like what's, what's true. We don't really know. So another way we can say this is like, we all have a perception. We perceive something to be true or not be true. Um, and this feels kind of like a cliche, cliche one, but like the reticulator activate, reticular activator system, the RAS, um, when you learn, like, for example, a new brand of car, and then you see it everywhere. Or actually, I just learned um, <laughs> the logo of a different pair of leggings um, that I really liked. And now I am noticing those leggings. I'm like, oh, look it. Yeah, they have those leggings too. I have, you know, I noticed that logo. And I had never noticed them before, but now I do. And this is because your brain has to filter through so many sounds and noise and things that it only brings to your attention the things that are relevant to you in your life. And so I want to just talk a little bit about grief and child loss. And sometimes our perceptions can be that certain people should do better in their support in our grief or they, you know, they should act a different way, um, you know, around us in our grief or people should do that. They shouldn't do that. And just taking this whole thing is like, is that true? That's from your perspective and what you think they should be doing. But what else could be true? Could it be true that they don't have the capacity to support you in that way? Could it be true that they are having their own struggles in their life that you don't know about? That they are kind of drowning in their own struggles and they, they have, they, you know, it's maybe a, a, um, 
like a silent struggle or like a hidden struggle so you don't know about it um could it be that they are simply very uncomfortable with grief and they don't know what to do and before you start saying well they shouldn't be uncomfortable that's again your perception if they are then that's their perception who's to say what's right or wrong um so what's interesting about this for me is that it's helped me to learn to see other people's perspectives I am like the number one person to think that like what I think is right and that you know like I'm very good at that (laughs) especially when it comes to my husband and me and him talking and communicating like I'm always right in my mind and there's definitely things that I'm not one bit interested in changing my perception. They're just non-negotiable. I'm not interested in having conversations to change my perspective. But what helps me connect with people is that I can see that there's not just one way of living this life. There's not just one way to parent, to be a wife, to cut a watermelon, to make your food. And if you can open up to the idea that there are more ways than just yours you can have an amazing opportunity to learn from others, not just skills, but also different thoughts and ways of being. So like I was saying, um, this has been especially true in my marriage because I have a huge fault of always thinking that I'm right and Justin is wrong. And for me to begin to question my thoughts, my perception, my version of what happened, um, knowing that that there could be other things that are true. Like what if he was right and what if I was right? What if he was wrong and what if I was wrong? It doesn't actually mean that we have to get into a right or wrong war, but that if we could just open up to hearing and listening to the other person's side and their perspective, um, there's just something so fascinating about like when you understand why you understand somebody and why they do what they do you can just have so much more compassion for them um it's just something i've been pondering over and over in life so i'm not sure if i'm making complete sense i hope i am Mm -hmm. but as i see how i react to things i create stories in my mind that could or couldn't be true But the stories I create make a huge impact in my life in terms of my own happiness and my own suffering. So if you go, if we go back to that story of, you know, Justin thinking that person didn't want to talk to him, how is that making him feel? And is that making him feel, you know, liked and want, you know, people wanting to be taught you to talk to him? If he's believing that story, if he's believing that story that that person didn't want to talk to him, how is he showing up and walking around um, in his life? And what if he, you know, instead of thinking that or chose to believe that, he chose to believe that, you know, to not to, to choose something else like, you know, they were busy with their kids and then they just thought of something or whatever, like or even like that's not even like a, a thing. Like, it, it's so interesting, the the stories we tell ourselves and how 
we make it mean so many things. We create all these stories in our mind that seriously, probably 99% of them, like you can question and see, are they actually true? We, we, you know, take other people's thoughts and opinions and we, we decide what they are and we don't even know. I heard somewhere a quote was, I'm going to try to remember it. Something like, I have a hard enough time knowing what I think and feel. So don't try to like know that you know what I think and feel. Like I don't even know what that is and what I'm thinking. And so how in the world can you do that for somebody else? Because like they can't even hardly do it for themselves. We have such a hard time figuring that out for ourselves. Um, Something I learned from Brene Brown is to notice the story you're telling yourself. Because the story you're telling yourself has a huge impact in how you interact with the people in your life or how you make decisions in your own life or when you're frustrated, angry, hurt, or whatever you're feeling. Um, To help yourself kind of like notice that story, you can say the story I'm telling myself is just like allowing yourself to notice what the story is, bringing it to your awareness. And as you notice the story, you're telling yourself, you know, that person is rude. My family isn't supporting me in my grief how they should. My husband should be more kind. Just notice that story. So another, like, these are all kind of related, but this is also like the lens in which you view the world from, the perceptions that we have. I like um, to talk about it like this, that when you have the lens of I am not enough, you see everything through that lens. Everything someone does to you or says to you, um, you through the lens of I am not enough. When you have that lens of trauma or fear on, you filter everything through this lens. So when somebody does something and you are on edge, alert, watching for what they're doing that's wrong or scary, um, this lens matters. And it's very important to see what lens you have on in your life. And it's not to say that your experience isn't valid and real and like acknowledge because I talk so much about that of just like accepting what you're feeling and what you're thinking. Um, like I always say, feel first and then question after. So like it is real. It's so real, but it's also delusional. <laughs> and I am delusional too and so are you. But the best part of being delusional is that then you can choose to be delusional in suffering or you can be delusional in learning to live and carry grief. You can choose ways of being that make you feel better or ways of being that make you feel worse. They're all delusional. So what's the difference? Like we, we kind of think that like, I want to know the facts. I'm like, well, what are the facts? We don't really know. We get to choose in our minds. Um, so friend, next time you find yourself getting frustrated or angry or in a pity party for yourself, can you ask yourself what else could be true? Like I said, it's okay to feel how you're feeling. In fact, even if you think the reason that you're feeling a, a way, you know, a certain way is stupid or not valid, I do believe that it's super important to allow yourself to feel that way first. So feeling, allowing yourself to feel what you're feeling fully through and then questioning it. Um, don't like make any decisions from when you're feeling those feelings. 
So I want to give you a quick example of this. Like recently at Groovy Mom's Haven Retreat, one mom was sharing how she had went to another mom who had experienced the death of her child and she was so jealous of some of the ways that the mom was able to be with her child and things she got to do that she didn't get. And she was kind of annoyed at herself for feeling that way because that mom had also experienced the most horrific thing that you can walk through. But I reminded her that even if she thinks it's stupid and she knows that it doesn't make sense, it's still okay to feel sad for what she lost and missed out on with her child. Like, we we like think that because it doesn't make sense, you know, I shouldn't be feeling this way, that we can't. But if you can just allow yourself the space to feel it first, to be like, yeah, I'm so sad I didn't get that with my child. It doesn't have to mean anything about her or her child or that you're being, you know, whatever. But when you allow yourself to just feel what you're feeling and you don't have to make it mean anything about yourself, about them and their loss, then you can feel it and let go of it sooner than harboring resentment or jealousy or whatever towards this other grieving mom or whatever situation you have in your life. So again, feel your feelings, but question your perceptions. Notice the story you're telling yourself and then see what story you want to believe. Even if the story doesn't make sense, let yourself feel the feelings first and then choose a different story. So one thing I want to talk a little bit about this again. So like when you are in a lot of emotion, a lot of emotion, we always want to make decisions from that place of like, you know, like I'm very angry at my husband. I want to say all these things to him. I want to tell him all the reasons he's wrong and why, you know, blah, 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 blah. But first I have to just sit in that emotion. Because all the things, all my perceptions, all the stories that are going through my mind, I know when I'm feeling that way that I don't, I'm not ready to let go of them in that moment, but I know that they're not going to be true. I know that all these stories I'm telling myself, they're not going to be true. So I have to feel all of what I'm feeling first. And then when I'm done doing that, I can begin to question, you know, my thoughts and what I was thinking and all of that. And then I can have a discussion, say if I'm angry with Justin, a discussion with him. That's not where I'm spewing all of these things that are just, you know, really horrible and mean and not true. And I can um, really hold that space for that. Um, But... Yeah, it's just so helpful when you can begin to question your perceptions. Um, Remember that we all see things from our own perceptions and perspectives. We all see things from our lens and how we view the world. And so who's to say who is right and who is wrong? It's just something to think about. Like, as always, I, I hope that this episode made some sense because it's been kind of a hard concept for me to wrap my head around. Like I, a lot of times I mull things over in my mind a while before I try to voice them and, you know, speak them on here um, and communicate it with you. So 
let me know. You can message me on Instagram at Cultivated Family or let me know what you thought. If you liked it, can you screenshot the episode and share it in your stories and tag me? It really makes my day when I can hear from you on here because mostly I just talk into a microphone and so it's a very one direction of communication and I love, love, love to hear from you when you are listening. All right, that's all I have for today. Take care, my friends. See you next week. If you like this podcast and have found it helpful, I want to invite you to come check out Grieving Moms Haven. This is my monthly community for grieving moms where you can learn positive coping mechanisms, find a safe space with others who understand, and learn lifelong skills that support you as you learn how to carry this weight of grief in your life. There are group coaching calls where we do guided meditations, tapping meditations, breath work, and just talk knowing that everyone in the group is also walking the path of child loss. You can come check out Grieving Moms Haven at www.grievingmomshaven.com.